Hello, welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. For years, I improvised a new bedtime story for my children every night. Now, we would like to share the recordings of the best of those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my stories for wonderful children. She continued helping her father make ice cream. And as the years went on, he taught her all of his best ice cream tricks. He taught her how to keep the ice cream from being creamy, but never never have a greasy feeling. He taught her how to get flavors to go all through the ice cream. He taught her how to pick out the best flavors to match the ice cream. He taught her how to shape ice cream so that it appeared most attractively. He taught her everything he knew about taking care of dairy cows and how to get them to produce the most milk and cream possible and what to feed them. He taught her all the farming tricks that he knew for growing bushes and berries and trees to make flavorings for the ice cream. And then when Alyssa turned 18 years old. On the morning of her 18th birthday, her father said, I've taught you everything I know now, Alyssa. Now it is time for you no longer to be my ice cream apprentice, but for you to become an ice cream maker, master of ice cream in your own right. She said, am I a a master ice cream maker then, Daddy? And he said, not yet. First, you must make ice cream entirely on your own and take it to the ice cream academy in the capital. And there you must present it to the grandmasters of ice cream and they must taste it, declare it worthy of becoming a member of the ice cream makers guild. And she said, okay. He said, here. This is my birthday present to you. And he gave her a scoop, ice cream scoop. He said, this scoop you should take with you. And if the grandmasters decide to name you a member of the guild, they will put the guild's mark on it. And once the guild's mark is on this scoop, it will always scoop ice cream perfectly. It will never get too hot and overmelt the ice cream. It'll never be too cold so that you can't scoop through it. And she said, thank you, Daddy. Thank you for everything you've taught me. I feel ready. And he looked at her and he said, I'm so proud of you, Alyssa. And I know you are ready. He said, well, I'm going to go and work on my batch of ice cream for the day. You need to work on your ice cream masterpiece to take to the city. So first Alyssa sat down because she knew from all her years of making ice cream with her daddy that the most important thing in making really good ice cream was planning what you were going to do. Alyssa thought for a bit about what flavor she wanted to make. And after thinking for a bit, she decided that she was going to make raspberry ice cream with chunks of soft 
dark chocolate. And so she planned out the ingredients, the cream and the raspberries and how many raspberries and what kind of chocolate to make and how many chocolate beans to use and how much sugar to use and how long to freeze it. And then she set to work. She went out and picked raspberries. And she didn't just pick any old raspberry. She carefully picked and selected the ones that were at the very ripest so that they would be the fullest of flavor. And she tasted a couple of them. That sweet, sweet raspberry taste in her mouth. And then she went and she got chocolate. And she put it into a pan. And she put a lot of butter in with it to make it soft and some sugar to make it sweet. And she gently melted it in the pan by putting it not on the stove, but by putting it over another pan of boiling water so that it wouldn't get too hot. And then when it was melted into a thin layer of chocolate, she took the pan off the heat and she set it to cool. And while it was cooling, she went out and she milked the cows and she skimmed the cream off the top of the milk until she had enough for a good gallon of ice cream. She set the cream to cool in the cool house and she went back. The chocolate was just perfect. It was firm and solid, but it wasn't brittle. It's brittle. It means it didn't snap if you applied pressure to it. It just bent. But if you if you really bent it, then it would snap. And that's what she did. She snapped it into a bunch of smaller pieces. Once I found a piece of chocolate in my mint, mint chocolate ice cream, that was like, that was like as big as a small rock. Yeah, sometimes it'll be really big chunks, can't they? Anyway, then she got the cream and she put the sugar in. She mashed the raspberries up in a cloth over a bowl. She squeezed them out so that all the juice came out into a bowl, but all the seeds stayed in the cloth. She took that raspberry juice and she mixed it into the cream to make it raspberry flavored. And then she mixed the chunks of chocolate in. She mixed it all together. It was a beautiful pink color, dark brown streaks and chunks and flecks in it. And she put it in their freezer to freeze. And she had to wait. While she, wait, she waited, she went to see what her father was doing. He had made some chocolate ice cream with mint, and he had made um, some coconut ice cream, and he had made her favorite, which was mango ice cream, for her birthday. And he gave her a little birthday cake, and they ate some mango ice cream, and he sang to her. And then she took her ice cream scoop, and she put it in the pocket of her dress, and she got their ice cream wagon, which was insulated. And she put big blocks of ice in it. And she took her ice cream out of the freezer. She tested it with just a tiny spoonful. And she said, Mmm, I'm proud of that ice cream. And then she gave her daddy a tiny spoonful and he tasted it. And he said, Mmm, he gave her a big hug. He said, I'm so proud of you. You're going to be an even better ice cream maker than I am. And she said, Daddy, that's silly. I could never be a better ice cream maker than you were. And they just smiled at each other. And then she took the wagon and she walked off towards town and she was about halfway to town when 
a man with a mask jumped out of the woods and he said, Halt, give me all your money. And she said, I don't have any money with me. And he said, well, I'll take whatever you have. And he took her ice cream scoop from her. And she said, please don't take this. I'm going to present my, my ice cream for my ice cream mastery test. And he said, well, tell you what, you give me a taste of your ice cream. And if I think it's worthwhile, then I'll let you go. And you can come back and repay my kindness by bringing me some vanilla ice cream sometime. And so she took a tiny spoonful and gave him a scoop of the raspberry chocolate. And he tasted it. He said, hmm. He said, wow, that is the best ice cream I've ever tasted. You're going to be a famous ice cream maker. He said, I tell you what, you forget about bringing me anything. I'll just come visit your store sometime. And she said, to steal things? He said, no, buy some of your ice cream. She said, okay. He said, now watch out, the woods are full of dangerous people. And she said, thanks. And she walked on, sort of smiling to herself, thinking, yeah, they're full of dangerous people like you. But she got the rest of the way to town without any incident. And she went to the ice cream maker's guild hall, which was shaped like a giant ice cream cone that had fallen ice cream side down with the cone sticking up in the air. And she went up to the gate and person at the gate said, sorry, you're here too late. The ice cream grandmasters are done tasting for the day. You'll have to come back tomorrow. And she said, but I can't come back tomorrow. My ice cream is cold, but it won't stay cold overnight. And this is my, my masterpiece so I can become an ice cream master. And the guard said, I don't think so. Sorry. Rules are rules. And she said, here, just taste it. And she gave him a little spoonful the raspberry chocolate ice cream, and he tasted it. He said, oh. He picked up the phone. He said, quick, tell the grandmasters not to leave. They've got to taste this ice cream. And he waved her through, and she went straight to the grand hall, and there were all of the apprentices and ice cream masters, and there, on a high table at the other end of the room, there were the three masters of ice cream. One of them was a woman was probably about 10 years older than she was. And the other one was a very, very old man. And then the third one was a man about her father's age. And she said, please, I have been an apprentice in ice cream making to my father for all these years. And this is my 18th birthday, and I've come to present my ice cream masterpiece so that I may be admitted as a master of the guild. And the ice cream grandmasters said, well, let's taste it. The proof of whether you are a master and worthy of entry to the guild or not is in that wagon there. It is highly unusual that one of our guards calls us and tells us to stay longer, and we do not like staying past our appointed time. You are late, which does not impress us. So, and they looked at her, and she said, well. And she opened the wagon, and she took out the gallon of ice cream, and she took out three spoons that her father had loaned to her, and she put the ice cream on the table in front of the grandmasters. And they each dipped the spoons in, and she was a little surprised that they did not eat it immediately. First they dipped the spoons in, and they sort of dragged the spoon across the top of the ice cream to see how the ice cream curled up in the spoon, and whether it stayed as one creamy piece, or whether it splintered into little chunks of ice cream. And then they each took a spoonful out, and they raised it up to their noses, and they smelled the ice cream. And then 
She was starting to feel a little nervous. No one had ever tasted ice cream this thoroughly before. And then they each took a bite, and one of them looked thoughtful. The, the man about her father's age looked thoughtful, and the older man smiled just a little bit, sort of a smirk, and the woman frowned a little bit. And they made noises like this. And then they turned and they whispered to each other. And then the old man turned and he said, Well, we agree. We have tasted raspberry chocolate this good before, but it has not been in a long, long, long time. And it was made by one of us. And so we think, Master Alyssa, that we welcome you to our guild. Congratulations. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's show, but questions and running commentary were supplied by my children. The theme music was created by Brandon Thompson, and our wonderful logo was designed by Silas Swindelin. If you know someone who might enjoy the show, please tell them about it. Do you want more stories? You can now subscribe to the show and help pick a new story for me to tell every month. The show's website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com. Until next time, I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story.